everybody. It's Jenny. And Nicole. And it is Friday, September 14th. A little after 4 o'clock. We made it. We survived. I'm so happy. I'm so happy it's, it's Friday. It's been a week. It really has. It's been a, a hard week, a crazy week. And even at the end of this day, we kind of had a, like a some commotion on campus. And I just like... I was there and I think I was kind of responding, but I also was just staring (laughs) with my eyes really wide. I was like, I am not doing what an adult should be doing. I was just, my brain was like overload. Well, it's just been one of those weeks where it's been one thing after another, one crazy thing after another. And it was so funny. I was looking at our office before uh, last period and I was like, this was so clean before and now it's been taken over. On Monday it was clean. I know. It was so organized and nice and now it looks like a laptop hurricane. I know. I was just thinking about that, actually. I was like, oh, I think I'll, I'm just going to come in early on Monday because it'll be nice for me to center myself before That's we true. start the week. And then I can pick some of our stuff. Because our week is really busy in an exciting way. And we'll talk more about it in a little bit, kind of what we're doing next week and how exciting that is. But yeah. it's going to be a very busy week in a yes. good way. Hopefully we're planning on it in a good way, yeah. <laughs> at least. So that'll we be We are like picking up and not stopping for a long time, which is cool. I'm excited. There's just like so many cool things happening. So last time we talked, (laughs) I talked about how much I love fall and I really do. And we did not talk. I had totally forgot about my favorite, one of my favorite things about fall, which is the state fair Fair of Texas. So if you're not from Texas and you have a state fair, well, we're sorry. Yours isn't as good as ours. You don't know. You don't know anything about state fairs. The state fair of Texas is like the ultimate. In fact, I thought it was the only fair as a kid. I was like... (laughs) See, it's funny because in Ohio, so we have, there's a state fair in Ohio in Columbus, but each county has a county fair. So there's a county fair and they're all Mm -hmm. in the summer and they go different weeks. Um, And so the town that I grew up in straddles three counties. So everybody who does uh, 4-H and stuff like that would go to every county fair there was. Their whole summer was taken up by it. But in Texas, I was like, where's the county fairs? And like, there's no county fairs. There's just the state fair of Texas. That's all you get. But it's so huge that it's like, you don't need all those county fairs. When I, in Midland... Because we were pretty far away from Dallas. We had Permian Basin Fair that I was... I just... I love fairs. Here's something about me. I like fairs. I like carnivals. My bridal shower was carnival themed. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. I have a huge, huge circus tent cutout with lights and everything that my sister made that says Jenny and Heather on it. And it was like a decoration for our bridal shower. And it's hanging in my garage. (laughs) And I want to bring it in the house, but I can't find a wall big big enough. enough. But eventually, you'll find it. At I home. will find it's so cool. Yeah, it was totally circus themed. Our cake had like an elephant on the top, and there's popcorn. It was cool. I just really, really like fairs and circuses and stuff like that. So, one thing I've always wanted to do is enter in the state fair. So, they have like these what are they called? Creative competitions. And they, there's an entire barn that's dedicated to them, yes. like a whole huge building. And that's also where the butter statue is. Yes. And that was one of the things, the first time I ever went to the State Fair was probably 10 years ago. And it was, when you see that, because that's not a thing we have. There's, yeah. That doesn't happen. Not one of the times I've been to the fair, I never saw a butter statue. And it's like huge. And it, we'll, we'll find a picture and we'll post it's it so for all cool. you non-Texas people. And if you do, if you've never seen the butter if you're from texas and you go to the fair and you've never seen the butter statue you're missing out you're missing out one because it's cool two because that's the coldest building it's, it's true the, the air conditioner is on full blast yes. in that building and that's also the creative competitions building so you can enter dolls and quilts and jellies and canned goods and collections and paint paintings, paintings and all kinds of stuff so 
I have always wanted to do that. I just, there's something about it that I think is really cool. And I always have looked at the quilts and I quilt, but not that good. Never. If I put it in a competition, they'd be like, get out of here. (laughs) So I would always just look at them. And then last year I, so I make jellies and canned goods and stuff like that. So last year I was like, I'm going to enter. Well, I didn't. I made the jelly too late. Yeah. So you thought about it, but it was after the The entry is mid July. And I didn't, I was like, certainly not, but I guess it makes sense because they have thousands of entries. So I didn't do it last year. And this year I was like, I'm definitely going to do it. So I'm, I entered three things. I entered hot pepper jam, which is, or a hot fruit jam which I make all the time, pickled okra, which I make every year, and candied jalapenos, which I've never made. I was like, (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why I've done this. And so exciting. I get the letter back, and I won second place for candied jalapenos. I was so excited. I texted Nicole in all caps and was like, I won, like freaking out. I cried. I laughed. I cried, like all (laughs) of it. So if you go to the state fair this year, Go to I, the the cool the coldest building there. Yes. Go see the butter statue, and then go look for the candied jalapenos. The candied jalapenos. They'll have a red ribbon on them. They'll have my name on them. They are they're so hot that I can't eat them. They're so hot. Um, so when I tried them, I we put them on some cream cheese. I was with my dad, and we put them on cream cheese, and we took a bite, and I was like, oh yeah, those aren't winning. And he was like, <laughs> definitely not. They are miserably hot. But I guess but apparently like, the judge was into it. They yeah, were like, they were looking for it. I don't know. So super exciting. And I forgot. After we recorded last week, I was like, how did I not say something? I was so excited. <laughs> I talked about it for so long. And then I was like, I think it just died. People were like, we don't well, know. And the thing that she's not mentioning is she, when she put it on Facebook, when it became Facebook official, everybody was like, I want some. I want some. I want some. And I was like, oh, man, she's going to have to make so yeah. many because everybody 48 jars came out of the woodwork was like, I want some and I want some. And as much as I'd love to say I want some, I don't like things that spicy. Mm-hmm. And so they wouldn't get eaten. They're just in my too house, hot. So, yeah. A couple people, uh, Kat Simpson said that. She was like, I'll never try them, but I'm sure they're But wonderful. I'm really proud of you, <laughs> but I'm not eating that. I mean, I can't even eat them. My dad eats them on sandwiches every day and just sweats. He was like, I just like have to wipe my face. <laughs> I just sweat so bad. So explain what exactly is a can Because for those of us who don't eat candied jalapenos, who have never heard of them until you said you were entering them in the state oh, yeah. fair. What is a candied jalapeno? Okay, so a candied jalapeno is basically just jalapeno that you cook, you cook for a little bit, and then you can in the in a syrup. It's basically like a simple syrup, but my recipe is a little bit different. So mine read a little bit more bread and butter. So if you've ever had a bread and butter pickle, they have like turmeric and celery seed and weird garlic, and so I went that direction. And I sat down to write the recipe. And it was like a beautiful mind where he's like writing all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> garlic, this, that, this. Well, the other thing she forgot to mention is when you win, it goes, there's a cookbook every yeah, year. So it goes in the cookbook. So she's going to be in the 2018 cookbook. I'm so excited. I Published don't even have author. a recipe in my family's own cookbook. They're like, no, thank you. Adults <laughs> only. Because I was a kid when they made it. So I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to rip a page out of that and then put it in our family cookbook <laughs> and send it to everyone. Because I'm really excited. But yeah, that's just, that's our exciting news. I felt like, I feel like that's something nice to start with when we're like, we're so tired. We're so tired. It's been a beat down week, but that's a really positive thing. Yeah. So like we haven't gone to the state fair. I don't think 
we haven't gone since Evan was born, so it's been six years. I think I was pregnant with Evan the last time we went. My sister was in town, and we were trying, like, fried Oreos and things. Because it's, I mean, I love it. If it was just me and Joe, it'd be fine. But taking kids is its own special kind of, like, second yes. level of hell. Because it depends, off the, depends on the weather, depends on how old they are. I mean, really, it's about walking around eating and looking at things. And yeah. those are not things typically that kids are into. I mean, they like to eat things, but the, not necessarily the stuff you want to eat. Yeah. And if you take them to the Midway, then you're going to end up spending like $700 oh, for so a stuffed animal. That's true. And I can go to Walmart and get one way cheaper than that. <laughs> but my other rule, the other reason I'm not a huge fair person, especially with kids, is I have a personal rule in my life that I don't ride a ride that can be t- put up and taken down in less than 24 hours. It's very smart. So I don't ride rides at fairs. I haven't since I was a kid. When I was a kid, my town has something called homecoming, which is different than football homecoming because they do it in the summer. And they just put up a little carnival in the park and you just walk the circle and you basically eat and talk to each other and it's real tiny. And we'd watch these rides and I'd see the, the people who were working them and putting them together. And I'm like, nope, no. not getting on that, not happening. So yeah, like I'm not Six Flags, I'm cool. Disney, Universal, like that stuff would take a long time to like, dissemble and reassemble yeah they can put that carnival back up and down in less than a day so mm-hmm. i'm like I'm not riding that not happening so we don't do rides and the kids haven't ever experienced the midway we, we avoid because that's in its own little section yeah at the one end so we just don't go it's that smart. way but, but i, so, I oh, do sorry. like thinking of evan seeing the fair for the first time his, uh, his brain's gonna explode i just but so this so much so this year because because of the candid jalapenos we're like okay we we gotta go to the fair this year and because it evan is five and he's never been and it's an experience and he does like corn dogs so for corny dogs alone oh, yeah. which for you non-texas people so we uh, when i heard it corny dog i'm like what like, no a corny dog i'm like that's a corn dog and they're like no it's a corny dog. And I don't know if there's a distinction, like mm-hmm. difference. Fletcher's corny, corny dogs. dogs. Yeah. They're delicious. I love them because I so love good. me a corn dog, but mm-hmm. it's just weird to hear them called corny dogs. <laughs> um, so, but the first time Joe and I went was the year of the fried butter. We're like Oprah, not, we weren't there when Oprah was there, but like Oprah went to the state fair because she wanted to try fried butter. We, in the line, and the thing about when you win that competition, they have, they have the fried food competition, mm-hmm. which is always super crazy that line is so long oh it's it's, crazy you're just people waiting to try this like fried thing and it's Mm -hmm. so long and now you can probably get fried butter because they still sell it if even if it's one in previous years they usually still yeah those will stay on for forever Mm -hmm. and that's that's why we go like is to eat so i i go every year with my sister and heather and my dad and we each have one thing we want to try and then like one staple that we always try like they have like a funnel cake beer and we're always like Okay, that's on our list for sure. And we just have this list and we just like eat our way across the fair. It's fantastic. I feel like Evan would be really into that. Part. I think if I bring a screen to like keep him entertained in between stuff, because Joe always likes the cars. Like that's his thing, like yes. going to the cars. And he likes to, which is funny because we just, I mean, the van's a year old and the Subaru is like less than a month. We're like, you don't need a new car. Like you're not even getting one for a long time. But he still likes to like go sit in the cars and, and the, the new cool car test drive. You yeah. Can do. So. That was our, you know, 10 minute sales pitch for the Texas State yeah. Fair. So there you go. You should go. It's fantastic. And if you do find out when Nicole will be taking her children, because you then you can see that I have to just before we move on really quickly, I was thinking there was this Hallmark card that I loved when I was little and it was like, one day I'm going to take a hamster to the fair. And when he sees 
the Ferris wheel. He will just have so many tiny gasps of joy. <laughs> it was the weirdest card. And the inside was like, oh, on your birthday, you feel like a hamster at the fair. And when you, when I envisioned you taking the kids to the fair, that's what I thought of is them being like, <gasps> just like so many like, well, yeah, because Catherine was, I mean, that was six years ago. So she was three. Yeah. So she has no recollection of that happening. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping for one weekend where it's not super hot because that's the problem. Even though it's October, it's, oh, it's still hot. Miserable. That's yeah. the other problem with the fair. Um, it should be in November. Yeah. Really, it should be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there's our sales pitch for the fair. Yeah. You should go. It's awesome. Um, so the other thing when we were talking last week, uh, we had come from that training. One of the things we wanted to talk about was a couple of things. We were really lucky that, I guess you could call it a keynote, even though it really wasn't a keynote. Amy Meyer from Fry Technology, which is an amazing ed tech company. She started it like herself, and now she's got a ton of trainers, and it's fantastic. And they're very Google-centric. Yeah. And our district is having all the middle schools get the eighth graders, and then the sixth grade centers, and eventually the seventh graders. But they're all getting Chromebooks. So they're training all of the teachers on Chrome and extensions and things like that. And so she came and we got to sit through the, her first session and she's like, okay, try these. She had a ton of really cool stuff. She always has a ton of really cool stuff. And so she'd showed us a couple extensions that were like, that's so cool. Yeah. Like incredible stuff that I was like, but how does that exist? Yeah. And how do we not know about it? And the thing is for us, because we use the Microsoft, because we're Windows, even though we use Chrome as a browser, we don't really have like the full Google environment. So we're like, oh, we don't know about that. So we, there are two that she talked about that we wanted to like mention. Uh, and I tweeted about one of them sometime this week, but one of them is called IORAD, I-O-R-A-D. And these are both Chrome extensions. And basically what it does is it, if you wanted to make an instructional, like a screencast for like somebody to show them how to do something and somebody's going to be like, well, can you write that down? I'm like, well, I did a screencast and I don't like, they're like, no, I need that written down. And so what it does is basically it is a mix between a screencast, but it's also like taking like a click and writing down what you're doing as you're doing it. Like, so if you're clicking here, it, it like takes an image of you clicking there. And basically it puts together this instruction sheet for the person then you can go in and edit what it says so like I was like that is so cool how many times you have teachers ask me to like how do you do this and I could be like well I could explain it or I could take a screencast but this is a nice written way you know visual way to show it that's not just because sometimes you give them a screencast they don't want to watch the video but for some reason this would somehow make be different or better it's like us being in front of them that's what mm-hmm. i thought because nicole made one and it was so cool and it took i mean it was like five minutes yeah and it's like we were it's like if we were standing there we sent it to somebody and we're like do this do this do this and i also like at the bottom that it says like try it yourself yeah so you can click and it'll take you to that website and be like hey do this yourself it's like always kind of nudging them to be like take initiative and that was one of the nicest when i emailed it i thought about i was like oh i i because we were having issues with teachers who were didn't know how to put in their technology work tickets because they have to if something that their computer breaks they have to put in the work ticket for it and some of the teachers struggle with that so i wanted to make some instructions that were real easy like click here do this do this without having to take a ton of snips of all the stuff I was doing and so I made this one and uh, I was like in my email I was like I found this cool new tool this is what it's called this is what it did now click here and you here's your instructions so it was like I've introduced a tool but in like a ninja way like not like you yeah. should try it like it was like it did a thing look what it did so you can actually see the yeah. product of that and I think teachers respond to that better mm-hmm. because they're like oh okay it worked you got you can see it function because sometimes you talk about a tool but you don't necessarily have an example of yeah. it and that kind of is nice to have both of them together and and it's especially hard for us and we I think we talked about this last week um, because we're not in the classroom so I think sometimes teachers are like how am I going to use that tool so 
it's cool to have a way to apply it and be like, look how I use this to help you. You could use this to help your students. So exactly. I, so I, it we, was our minds were blown. Yeah, I love it, and I, I'll put the link on the um, website of my, the one I made because there's nothing proprietary. I mean, you guys aren't going to be putting in work tickets for the district, so I think it'll be fine. And if you want to, we don't mind. Yeah, we don't want to put. We them don't want to put them in, so that'll work <laughs> out perfect. So that one, IO Rad, super cool. We love it, and I, I'll be using that frequently. Oh yeah, yeah. She, I that one was cool. She showed so many cool ones, man. And there's a whole like list of them. Mm-hmm. And then she also showed tab cloud, which I thought was really neat. That basically just allows you to, okay, so I'm going to set this up for you. You know how you have like 10 tabs open, which I have right now. In <laughs> fact, I, and this is shameful just now when we were like getting ready to record and stuff, I was like, you know, I'm not going to turn my, uh, computer off today because I don't want to lose all my tabs (laughs) so I should have used tab cloud but my brain is dead so you know you've got like 75 tabs open of all these different things you're doing research for stuff and then you need to move on to something else it's like painful to lose those tabs you need them so with tab cloud it's just an extension and you can hit it you can hit add a tab cloud if I don't know what they actually call it yeah and it groups all of those tabs together all those websites you name it so I could be like this is work I'm doing for laptop distribution and then it saves it and then all I have to do is go into all my tabs and pick whichever one so like like, tab cataloging yeah yes like on you can name it for a certain day like everything I was doing on 9 12 yes 18 is that so cool. And and, you, and she could kind of explain it as you have those teachers who never restart their computers because they don't want to lose their tabs. Mm-hmm. But then their computers act wonky because they never restart them. Yes, especially their laptops. Yeah. And so this is a perfect way of saying, hey, do this, name it, and then restart your computer mm-hmm. and then just come back and boom, they're all back. Yes. It's magic. And I'm going to do that. I'm putting that out there right <laughs> now. I should have done it today, but I was being lazy and I was tired. So I was like... Not today. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to worry about it. I. I literally. I'm looking at my computer now with its minimized <laughs> million tabs that I have open, and it's going to sign me out of everything anyway. So that's true. Know. But yeah, two really cool things that we learned about it was uh, that you know we went to that training and Saturday trainings are never like incredibly fun. No. But I felt like we left that auditorium at 9 a.m. with something which yeah which is one of the things that makes her amazing and her her company amazing is that her trainers she's very particular about who she hires and gives the fried technology name to um, because she really wants positive experiences from people Mm -hmm. and then we just learned we didn't know that that the district I guess has paid and we're like partner with her so basically the district can call her and they must have her on retainer or something they can call her and be like we need training and she'll send either her or somebody in her so team cool and she's come. also very personable and I just felt like she's relatable not in like and I hate to use this term because it was me but you know people are like the cool English teacher <laughs> it English teachers always get that rap where they're like I'm super cool kids I can relate to you can, yeah like in every teen movie yeah kind and of that thing. I mean that was me 100% I, I will claim that but she's like the cool English teacher that's actually cool yeah, so, like I was like, oh, I like you because there are times that I've seen presentations where people are like, yo, I'm real cool and I'm about to tell you this, and instantly I'm like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, interested. I I I feel like I probably give that vibe sometimes, but she's like, she was just yeah. she's fun to listen to. And man. then and then we didn't get to go in some of her other sessions because those were more for the middle school people who were actually getting the Chromebooks and they needed a little bit more exposure. But they said their her stuff in there was great too. Oh, yeah. They were sharing her presentations but and things like that. You know where she'll probably be? 
Mm. At TCEA. And we that will was be a there really, as well. Look at that. That was a <laughs> slid right in. Teacher, sliding in. So, yeah, we're going to be at TCEA. We're so excited. So, we had basically, we had kind of resigned ourselves. Uh, we talked before multiple times our budget got slashed. And so, we're like, all right, I guess we're not going to TCEA because in the decision between TCA and TLA, we're always going to pick TLA, but we were bummed. And this year, TCA is in San Antonio, which has always been in Austin. Yes. Always, always. So, And we love San Antonio. It's amazing. One restaurant in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we eat there every day, and we will be back. So Yard house. <laughs> we're very excited. So, yeah, we, we were like, yeah, we're not going. We just kind of figured. And then you tell the story of kind of how that happened, how we ended up being able Because we didn't go through the formal route. No. Okay. So at TLA this past TLA, I presented with our friend Cassie about Texas Youth Creators Awards. And there was a librarian there from Lubbock. And she was so nice. And we were talking to her. And she was like, yeah, my I teach at, or I'm the librarian at Coronado High School, which is where I did my student teaching. So I was like, oh my gosh, do you know Julie Goodlow? She was my mentor teacher. She's the bomb. And she was like, yes, I know her. Oh my God, I work with her. I love her. And so she takes a selfie of us and sends it to Julie. And Julie texted back immediately and was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I miss her so much. We, I mean, we, I, I was so lucky to get her as my mentor teacher. And so, and this librarian is Christy Starr. So nice, fantastic. So I had talked to her and we kind of like, sparked up a conversation just about presenting and things like that and then what was it like two or three weeks later yeah she emailed and she is on she's part of tcea libsig which is one of their offshoot groups for librarians their librarian group and asked us if we wanted to do a webinar which we were like heck yeah yeah we want to do a webinar I'm learning to say no, but we never say no to presentations. No, never. So we were like, yeah, of course we do. And then like fast forward, fast forward to just August. Yeah. She sent me an email and was like, hey, we still want you to do that webinar, but things are crazy. Also, would y'all do a presentation at TCEA? And we had like, we were like, we're definitely not going to go. We hadn't put anything in and, and the stuff had closed. Yeah, that was way closed. But we talked about it for a minute and Nicole and I definitely wanted to do it. And we just happened to be meeting with our principal about laptops. And so we slid that in, we slid it in and he was into it and yeah. he was like, I want to go too. Yeah. And so he was like, you know what? Let's, we can see what we can do. We'll He's like, it price work. it out. Let us know how much it's going to cost. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So we're still playing with the numbers. We don't have an exact, but we know we're going. Yeah. We'll figure out something. Our, we submitted our proposal. It got accepted. We're super excited. So we're working on it. When it what day? What's Thursday? The Thursday of TCA at three o'clock, I think. Yeah, three we, o'clock. We got on our thing. So if you're it's listening a- and you're going to TCA, we're going to be presenting about podcasting. And we'll actually, and this actually slides right in really well to what we're doing this next week. We're going to be presenting on podcasting, not only like doing it as a, like how we do it, but also with the students and then potentially how to use podcasting for professional development, which is really cool. But we're going to have a ton of content now because it's not just going to be about us doing this. It's going to be about students doing this because next week we've got U.S. History pre-AP classes coming in to do a podcast about the Gilded Age, which is, I mean, it's exciting for us. (laughs) I mean, the Gilded Age is the Gilded Age. You have to kind of be a history buff to be like yes the gilded age yeah. and that's literally all i can say the gilded age is the gilded age well it took i us- was like what is the gilded age 
I had no idea. <laughs> well, we had to look up like when exactly does the Gilded Age, when would it start and when did it end? We figured out it ended in 1900. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the general like, consensus of when it ends. Yeah. It's like post-Civil War, a little after post-Civil War, Industrial Revolution, I've before World War One, kind of times. I've heard a lot in U.S. history. Yeah. It's like all the acronyms you hear in education, and you're just like, I don't know what that means. But I don't I'm just know. smile and so nod. So teachers, and- for years, have been coming in and being like, the Gilded Age. And I'm like, oh, yes, the Gilded Age. <laughs> and it sounds like it should be in the 1700s to me. I don't know why. I'm just like, Because mm. Gilded, to me, always sounds like gold. Which, yeah. And so. Like, like the medieval times. times. When was that? 1500s 14 no, I know thir- very no, little about history and 1200s maybe geography I we're wish gonna, I knew we're going to get comments be like y- you guys are way <laughs> off on your decades but okay Somebody uh, but anyway they're coming in that's the section of time they're studying about and she had them do the research and we have this fantastic teacher who's always she's not she would say that she's not super tech savvy and I would say she, she is she is more than she thinks she is yes but she's always willing to try something new and sometimes it is a complete success and sometimes it doesn't ultimate failure but it is okay because she's like all right I want to do it so she's like yes let's do this let's do this so we're like okay so she came in last week we kind of planned it out we were looking for podcasting like a planning sheet and I found one that was really good it's from history.org but it was about colonial Williamsburg and it was a pdf and I couldn't change it so I basically I stole most of it I altered a little bit of it for my own purposes but we're in education we're allowed to do that so you do I'm not making any money off of it so it's fine (laughs) so we made a planning sheet and they're going to come in so we're planning Monday through Thursday so what Monday we're talking about what a podcast is we're going to have them listen to stuff you missed in history class we're going to have them just start planning. Yeah. What kind of what yeah. they want to, because they already have done some research. They already, she had them do a PowerPoint. There was do this, like they were working on it, finishing it up today. So they have content, they have subject matter. And so they're going to kind of plan. But so they're going to learn about what, a, how to kind of how a podcast works and conversational style and stuff like that. And then on Tuesday, they're going to work on audacity and mm-hmm. learning to use the software that they have on their laptops and kind of how that all works, the yeah. nitty gritty of that. And we're going to teach them how to find free music because mm-hmm, that's which super important. Is it a serious life skill? Because, you know, I have always been an English teacher, but I, when I coached cheerleading, I was just like, now we're dancing to this song and this song and I cringe when I think about it I'm like oh my gosh so much copyright infringement so we're gonna teach them how to find free music and then how to add that music in and like Mm -hmm. make it sound really cool do the fades and things that so our this week last week our executive producer Joe Graham did a great job transitioning he was playing with the sound he's like all right you guys need to mess with your volume a little bit and he was giving me pointers just last night uh on the phone so he's gonna be doing the producing this week too so the, the nice little music going in and out we're going to teach them how to do that yeah just like he's doing for us i feel like he needs to come in and teach them because maybe i kind of just would put the music in and then i was like sounds good and i just moved <laughs> he's on he's always like Bro, but, well so you said about the copyright infringement thing reminded me so my first year of teaching our first three years of teaching i was in a ninth grade center world geography and i was cheerleading sponsor for six months and it was not the best six months of my life yeah. but we had to do pep rallies and Joe ended up being the DJ at the pep rallies because he kind of had this like side dream of being a DJ and it just never worked out for him because mm-hmm. he got a real job and, you know, career yeah. and things like that. Not that being it. Sorry. That was a, being a DJ is a real job. He already had a job and he couldn't do this on the side. He didn't have time. I'm not trying to offend any DJs out we there. We like DJs. We do a lot. So he got to do because kind of live his DJ dream at the pep rallies. And so he would play and like mess with the sound and he had a, small soundboard and stuff like that and so he was into it so getting to do this makes him happy because it's something that he knows how to do and he likes it but it reminds 
one of the they wanted to do the cheerleaders wanted to do like this dance thing to Fergalicious, which were like, okay, I was too naive to know that that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> but there's obviously there's the S word in it, and he's like, we can't have that. So he was super proud of himself because he was able to edit it so it said Tish, so he flipped it. And so oh, that's that Tish cool. is fictitious, but he like, it faded. He did a really good job. He yeah. was so proud. He still talks about everyone's story. He's like, remember when I did that? And I'm like, yeah, you did a good job. That's so cool. So he can do stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I, I don't think he can come in. dance to Metallica. <laughs> and I will never forget, we were at cheer camp and it came on and every other cheerleader was like, what is how <laughs> They were all looking. And I, was, I, at that this point, had like straight bangs. My hair was dyed jet black. I was going, Katy Perry looked like that at that point. So that's what I was going going for and everybody was like what is this and I was like we're here y'all here we are and I was also it was also copyright infringement so you know I did not ask for permission and if anybody cares it's Metallica because they killed Napster yeah they they really would bother them a lot so Wait. important things that the kids need to know. No. We'll need to tell yes, them. We'll all talk of about this. that. And then Wednesday, they're actually going to be recording. So we're going to set them up in little God, corners. I'm so excited. Yes, we're excited. We know that there's probably going to be weird little hiccups that keep happening, but we yeah, we're okay with it. So we have that going on. And then what are they doing Thursday? Thursday oh. we're uploading. That's right. We, Anchor. We created an Anchor account for them with their with the Gmail account for the classroom, and they're going to upload to Anchor. And then she's going to have them. She's working on the actual assignment that they're going to do on Friday. But basically, the kids are going to listen to each other's podcasts, and they have to comment and you know have have a way of like constructive criticism mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's so exciting. We just can't wait to see it actually like happen. And then one of our English teachers, the ones. Uh, we've talked about before Mr. Forney who's again always up for trying something new mm-hmm. he's like literally we're slide after they get done he's his class are coming in on Friday and we're doing mm-hmm. uh, w- one with them too so it's going to be two yeah. two weeks we're doing one about rhetoric with them so their first one is just going to kind of be getting used to recording themselves and they will have already written it and we're just going to talk to them about like hey take your ideas that you wrote down and turn them into a conversational piece and we're going to do that with them. And then hopefully it's going to all lead in, fingers crossed, to the great Thanksgiving listen through StoryCorps and the kids, where the kids are just going to, like, as Kat put it best, Kat Simpson, we were talking about it the other day. She said they can make history instead of just talking about history. Yeah, exactly. So cool. <laughs> I, so I got chills. I was like, whoa. We're making history. Insane. So it's just so it's so cool like regardless of how tired we are I feel like I go home and I'm like we are doing some really cool things and now I'm gonna cry because I'm very tired but I'm like so (laughs) excited yeah it's nice because we just it's been laptop 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 and now it's like yes this is the stuff that you know this is why we became librarians and this Mm -hmm. is why we love technology and this is like one of those we're talking about SAMR I mean this is a a redefinition if I've ever seen one like this is hardcore hitting that R this is the good stuff man and and we're decorating we yes for band book week and we got out the caution tape and my heart was like oh because we haven't gotten to decorate I mean this is like our first mm-hmm. I mean we got ready for the beginning of the year but decorating yeah and we're pulling books next week when we can in between stuff mm-hmm. and it's you know we're excited we love band book week we talked about that last week too it's fantastic and our friend Michael Mendez he said after listening to last week's episode he's like you made me want to decorate for band book week and I'm like you're welcome it's totally worth it yeah we have these huge banners that we made like three years ago. Um, I love, we love these banners and that's why we've saved them this long, but they're basically, they're made out of butcher paper, long sheets. And then we took, we did books and we glued them on and then we 
painted band book week on there's three of them but our, my favorite part is when we tried to burn the we edges burned of the, the bottoms <laughs> And we were out in the courtyard in front of the counseling windows, which we didn't realize, <laughs> with lighters setting it on fire. And one of the counselors like knocked on the window and was like, what are you doing? And we could we didn't think about having like a lighter. And so one teacher had one and it was a little tiny bick. And we're the like cheapest lighter ever. And our fingers were burning and we're trying to get it. It looks cool. We saved it, but yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we definitely burned ourselves. Yeah, but it, it does look so cool. Every year when we get it out, I'm like, oh my God. Cool. It's kind of like when we get out at Christmas, we've painted a um, fireplace scene yes. that goes over one set of our uh, bookshelves and windows. And we keep that because that was a pain in the butt to paint. Mm-hmm. And so when we roll that out, it's like, oh, it's Christmas. That's how I, you know. And we really keep very few things. No, like, we like to do a lot of new stuff. It's Sometimes I'm like, I wish we would have kept that. <laughs> like we cut out like 75 leaves. And then at the end, that was for like Thanksgiving a couple yeah. years ago. And I was so ready for Christmas. I was like, buy forever leaves, just like ripping them down. And now I'm like, man, I would have loved to have had those leaves. But we've been really good about keeping those banners and mm-hmm. about the Christmas stuff. So I'm always very proud when I pull the banners down. I'm like, we, we made these. We did those. And, and we so nice. them. And I feel I actually was. You're going to laugh when I say this, but. I was looking at the edges of them today and I was like, I feel like those could be more burnt. <laughs> I was so tempted to just drag them outside and start burning them again, but I didn't. So good call. Yeah, that was a good idea. To not but do they'll that. be up when the kids come in for podcasting. Yeah. And I think that they'll be all about it. They'll yeah. be excited. The only other thing that we're talking about that we haven't done yet for band book week is we want to get some teachers and some students to do a quick snippets of like their favorite band book and why, what it meant to them and kind of put like a, compilation podcast kind of deal somewhere because we mm-hmm. try to do something new every year for band book week but we don't want to force it because the last couple of years we've tried to force it with the reading classes and it's just not their thing it's not their jam no and so we, we always feel so discouraged afterwards yeah like, that sucked the kids it's, hate us hate it. <laughs> and last year we did a breakout which was better but we're kind of feeling burnt out on we breakout did. yeah we did a breakout for band remember we bought it on teachers pay teachers because we didn't want to make our own so we oh, did yeah. I blocked it out of my brain. <laughs> That's how well it went. I filed I it. I don't think it, it did not go poorly. It was better than anything else we've done uh-huh. for Band Book Week. Yeah, so I that was agree. the most successful. But it is what it is. So this is oh, one of those I ones totally where we're trying to find people who want to do it, people who are into it. Because usually we have teacher participation and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the kids, it's it's here. It's yeah. hit or miss. But I think we'll get something. So yeah. we just... More than anything, I feel like for Band Book Week, we just want kids to know that we support their right to read whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And we are very, very serious about that, that we let the kids read what they want. I mean, we don't have Fifty Shades of Grey in our our library, but that's because it's poorly written. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it doesn't have anything to do with the content. It's because the book is not good. But you know what? If if they enjoy it and they want to read it, man... We want them to read it. Yeah. We're, we're all about that. So I love Band Book Week because that's our week. That's like the one week people stop hassling us about like our the our, fact that our library has all, yeah. all the stuff. It, well, in our, our what we always say is, you know what? We have 14 to 18-year-olds in this building. We service 14 like to 18-year-olds, 19, and, 19 and some 20-year-olds, and teachers. Like, I mean, if you want to have a wide range, I get middle school really struggles because of that oh, age yeah. age range. I, I do not feel like middle school librarians get enough cred for what they have to go through because a lot of times they're fighting with a lot of issues with that kind of stuff, with censorship and things like that. High school, we have a little bit more leniency, mm-hmm. and we're 
you know, inner city of a more liberal population when it comes to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we are lucky that there are a lot of librarians who also are high school who would not be able to pull no. off what we pull off because of their because of their population. Right. So we're lucky and we l- like to make sure that the kids know that we they have access to what they want to read. I had another point, but I've lost it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it happens to me all the time. <laughs> so you're making me feel better. Yeah, I think it's just, it's all about intellectual freedom. And I always say that to the kids, and I feel like it doesn't resonate with them because I want them all to be like, oh my God, intellectual freedom. freedom. But because I always say that when our reading classes come in, I'm like, Mrs. Graham and I believe in something called intellectual freedom. And the kids are like, I don't know what that means. So. No, I was thinking we usually we have make book displays. I remember what I was going to say, and we've put band stickers, which don't the one year they don't come off. They're still on the books. They're still there. But I always let the kids like this is banned here, and we're like no. And then we actually get to explain the difference yeah. between challenged and banned and going through it. So it's more organic. So it's not like I'm going to give you a lesson on banned books. Like we don't that doesn't has never worked no. positively for us. But having the displays out and having the stuff, the kids notice it, and they're like, well, what what does this mean? Is this really big? where is this band mm-hmm. and then you, then you get to have a conversation yeah. and you've taught them something i learned something today that kind of deal yes. so we like that a lot more and that's kind of our angle on it now we've we've tried real hard to get kids like classes and it's never worked so this no. is our new it's new just approach. i think if we let it happen more organically it will be better yeah so yeah we're excited yeah. there's so many cool things coming up and podcasting and band books and and then next week we'll be able to talk about how this week went the positives what went well what didn't go so well what we're going to change for the next time yeah. i mean that's the other thing that's really nice about the these two teachers is that i think even if it goes poorly like but the kids like it we'll still do it again like yeah. it, this is going to be i mean it's only the beginning of the year right. we're not even done with the first six weeks yet i feel so. good about it i feel positive about it but you know you'll know if we like shut down our website and close our Twitter account. <laughs> it did not go well. That'll be the sign right there. <laughs> and we don't have we don't have any new blogs this week, but we're going to try to work on it this weekend and have one for the beginning of the week. I 100% forgot about it until you said it just now. And I was like, huh. I couldn't remember what I was going to write about. I still haven't figured out. I'll think about it. I have to go to Chuck E. Cheese with my kids tonight for a birthday party. So I'll have time to. She's going to write a real angry blog. <laughs> like Chuck E. Cheese is the worst. It smells like a diaper. Well, we're going I to the, the new one up on 35 in Alliance. That one's the nice one up around here. The one oh. over the other parts of town that it's not so nice. But no. that one's not so bad. But I have to drive in traffic Friday evening traffic to eight twenty to 35 to Chuck E. G's. It's my life right now. So Yeah. But this part's been positive, so that's awesome. So <laughs> thank you guys. Have a great week, and we'll hopefully next Friday have another yeah. recording. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.